Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, all right, all right. Good evening. How's everybody doing? It is SEC After Dark. It is Wednesday night. So you know what time it is. The greatest show on the face of the Jeff. earth. Oh. No, that's, no, that's the that's the 99 Rams. Hmm. We can't compete with that. We're, I know I'm not athletic enough to compete with that. But if you I want to use to that. I think of the 2000 Rams, but that's just me. But if you want to... Uh, if you want to make that yes, reference, please. Steve, you're Kurt Warner. I'm Marshall Falk. Uh, Jake, you are uh, Isaac Bruce. And Jeb, you're just a dude. Tory Holt. He's Tory Holt. He's Tory uh, Holt. Me and Jeb's a little bit too big to be Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce. But anyway, we can be <laughs> offensive linemen. Orlando Pace. Yeah, Orlando yeah, Pace. There we go. Yeah. One of you is Orlando Pace, and the other one is um, – Who's the who's the defensive lineman? My my two thousand Rams information is just gone. Yeah, yeah. It It was the ninety nine. It was the ninety nine season, two thousand Super Bowl. We don't talk about the ninety nine season, two thousand Super Bowl. We talk about the year after when the Saints beat them in the playoffs. The other one, if we talk about the Rams in the Super Bowl, that that's going to open up some stuff. Mm. Mm. Kevin Mm. Carter was on that line. I liked him because he was done for a while. There After you go. Seven, what, two two yards. Mm. But anyway, we're not yeah. 90s NFL After Dark. We are SEC After Dark. We have a great show coming at you, presented by Dead Soxy. Yes, Dead Soxy. Dead Soxy. Get Soxy. Hey there, college mm. sports fans. Show your allegiance down to your socks. Well, Dead Soxy's got you covered with vibrant socks in your team's colors. Whether it's purple and gold, crimson or cardinal, Dead Soxy is the place to go. Did you find a pair you like? Well, what you need to do is subscribe for big-time perks, like a constant 25% discount, early access to exclusive. You heard that right, exclusive styles, and free shipping. Plus, we welcome new members with a free gift. Who wouldn't like a free gift? So why wait? Find your new favorite socks at deadsoxy.com right now. And also, stay socks, my friends. Yeah, and I should let everybody know it's time to get locked on pickles, folks. Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles, that is. They're offering a variety of Cajun spice products like pickles, green beans, okra, even carrots, and asparagus. This is a family-owned company, homemade on the coast of Mississippi. They've been pleasing pickle lovers for over 20 years now, and they've become truly the South's favorite pickle. They're the best pickles you'll ever have, a strong dill flavor with a Cajun punch. No over-sour taste. This being a small business, they strive to keep the produce fresh and local from the start, keeping the final pickle product extra crisp and crunchy. You can find these pickled products online at pickledstore.com or at your local Rouse's Market or other local southern stores near you. 
pretty much all along the Gulf Coast in Mississippi and Louisiana. You can find it. Be sure to like Stewart's Cajun Deal product on Facebook and Instagram. These pickles, okra, and beans today, try them. You will not be disappointed. Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles, the South's favorite pickle. Be hey. sure you refrigerate them too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> by, the, by the way, I got a buddy of mine who who ordered some, and he ordered some pickles, uh, ordered uh, the okra, and he also ordered quail eggs as well. They also have quail eggs. Wow. So, oh, really? Yeah. Pickle eggs. Right. I need to talk. I need to talk to Justin about that. Like, how? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't think I want quail eggs. I, I mean, that's not my jam. Steve, but, if if you play your cards right, he can hire you to go extract the quail eggs. No. <laughs> you could be that guy. Hmm. That'd be a fun job. Um, we are we are also presented by BetOnline.ag. Our spreads are presented by BetOnline.ag. Uh, it's your number one sports gambling website. If you need anything in that field, BetOnline has you covered. From live picks to parlays to Single bets, prop bets, futures, they've got it all. NHL just kicked off yesterday, so you can get in on that action as well. Um, Jake uh, Jake acted like an Auburn fan last weekend when I told him that I took Alabama as a part of a parlay. And uh, with my recent luck on parlays, it wasn't probably the best idea, but I did actually hit on that part of my parlay. LSU came through. Alabama came through. The, the two newest members in the Red River shootout came through on the over. Just needed Washington State. Um, to hit a money line, they didn't even have to cover spread, they just had to hit the money line, and they did not with four turnovers. Hmm. So, I lost out on a hundred bucks because of Wazoo, not because of Bama, not because of LSU, not because of not because the craziness at the end of the game almost had me not cover the over on the Red River shootout. Uh, but it was uh, it was crazy anyway. So, what you need to do, head to betonline.ag. Enter the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag is where the game starts. So, Jake, was uh, unfortunately for you, Jake, I did not get diarrhea on the interstate stuck in traffic. <laughs> no unfortunately. Unfortunately for you, um, that did not happen. Um, but I did have a pretty good Saturday. We'll talk about, the, we'll talk about why here um, as we roll on. But first and foremost – the reason why you told me to get diarrhea on the interstate with no, uh, with traffic and no exit in sight is because Texas a and was playing Bama and Texas a and does what A&M does. Oh my goodness. That was a heck of a choke job. Wasn't it? Yes. Eight and four Texas eight and four. They're back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's Texas back. It's Texas eight and four back. I think Texas eight and four is back. Yeah, I agree. Because, honestly, at the end of the first half of Texas A&M, they were doing everything that needed to happen. They were in complete control. Their defense was dominating. And all of a sudden, Alabama's like, we're just going to keep picking on that cornerback. And when Jalen Milrow is the person that designed we're going to beat you with him throwing the football. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a real weakness that Nick Saban and the Alabama team picked out that everybody else probably wasn't paying attention to. And mm -hmm. Texas A&M secondary – it's no bueno. No, yeah, it's they, terrible. They had yeah. no shot at covering my cousin, Jermaine Burton. Mm. Um, they, they had no shot. Uh, he was at double moves, single – I mean, he just – he was open all freaking night. Jalen Merrill, they gave him just enough time to throw it to him. And I can't, it was great. Mm -hmm. I can't figure out who's more fraudulent, um, you know, them or Orlando Arcia. I, I'm not sure. It's a toss-up oh, yeah. at this point. 
Yeah. You know? mm. Why would you poke the Bryce Harper bear? Why would you do that? Especially Why? in Philly. Yeah. When that play, by the way, that environment. No, oh, it... I, I want to see another Phillies game. You can't. So here's the thing with Phillies well, fans. You will. As nasty, <laughs> as nasty as they are, um, you can't fault them creating good sports environments. Mm. Like, at least for game's sake. Now, like, if you're an opposing fan in the stadium, it's probably going to be a miserable experience for you. But um, they are very not hospitable uh, in, in good ways and bad ways. But, yeah, it's a great environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they do the job at the Braves. <laughs> Which Trolling. I just – yeah, oh, my goodness. It, it's fantastic. It, it was like, okay, this is, fan, this is great. Because, remember, everybody needs to remember, all four of us grew up in the era of – all the Braves games being on TBS. Right. Mm -hmm. So you either became a Braves fan like these three people, or you didn't, which is me. (laughs) Um, My first, my first Braves game, I I live like 20 miles from the stadium. So my first Braves game um, that I remember was a world series game. I was in first grade, 91 world series against the twins, Smoltzy on the mound. We won three to two. I probably went to several before that, but I don't remember them. That was the first one I actually remembered. Seven years old. It was phenomenal. Yeah. It was something else. Had me hooked, man. Well, I mean, you grew up where you were. You didn't really have a choice to begin with. No. But, you know, Jake's being from Alabama, Jeb from Tennessee, and me from Mississippi. I say Jake Jake didn't have much of a choice either. Mm. being in Alabama. I mean, he wasn't – they weren't getting – Jake, correct me if I'm wrong here, but you probably weren't getting many Reds games or Cardinals mm. games. In Tennessee, mm. you got a lot of – I mean, we all got Cubs games too, but you all got Cardinal games and Red games, right, up in Tennessee? Mm. Not that I ever saw, but I was always watching the Braves. I, My, I know a lot of Reds fans here because they say they that's some of the games they got. Some of the My grandparents games. and parents watched the Braves, so I did. Yeah. Right. I grew up in it. I had no chance either. You know, the regional stuff was Cardinals and Reds, and then the Nationals. Yeah. The national stuff was Cubs and Braves. I don't remember ever seeing a Reds game, which is kind of weird. I remember seeing the Cardinals, but yeah, I, yeah, I grew and up watching Cubs. You had the choice: you were either a Braves fan or a Cubs fan, and I went the Cubs direction. And yeah. then whenever the strike happened, I went away from the Cubs. And yeah. now I'm going all in with the Detroit Tigers. You're a lifelong fan since mm-hmm. March. Look at that hat. Detroit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you? But, I saw. I saw a clip. Speaking of Detroit, I saw a clip on social media. It's probably old. I don't know exactly. I don't know when it happened. It happened at some point this year, but they, um, they intentionally hit the umpire. Like the catcher oh. just straight up got out of the way. Was it on, I saw on, something about that. Was it Angel Hernandez? Probably. Well, I, I don't yeah. know who it was. That was a young dude. Oh, okay. It was a young dude. Um, he did something with uh, Miguel Cabrera, rung him up on on some some sort of bad pitch and the um, uh, the coach came out and series of bad calls i think uh against the tigers and the tigers said okay we've had enough this was in cleveland uh the tigers said they had enough so the catcher called the old middle finger uh one signal and he just straight up oh i just missed it mm. and hit the umpire right in the freaking collarbone you see what Rick said? He said his church choir sang national anthem at the Braves game one time. He was in it. That's pretty cool. Oh, that is yeah, cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we used to – I had this friend. Um, he's now like 6'3", but he probably weighs the same as he did when we were this age. Um, he's he's now like 6'3", 
probably still a hundred pounds. Oh God. But he, yeah, he's, he's string bean, but uh, <laughs> we, we used to in Atlanta Fulton County stadium, like he was tiny. Now I, I hit my growth spurts really early. So like I couldn't blend in like he could, he was yeah. tiny. Wait, like wait, he, wait, 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 Growth spurt, Corey. <laughs> I believe it or not, before eighth grade, I used to be taller and bigger than everybody, and then every, then I stopped, and everybody kept going. True story. I had how, tall, how, fifth grade. how tall? How tall are you now? I'm five eight. I was five five in fifth grade. Give oh my little, God! Give I'm five eleven. God, I didn't realize I was taller than you. Yeah, um, we, we, we we can um ask the voice of God how tall she is, but we we don't want to. Yeah, mm. I'm I'm five eight. Um, I you know, and I was five eight in eighth grade. I grew three inches between fifth and eighth grade, and that was it. So, so real quick before we get going, um, where my wife and Jeb went to high school, it, it was basically a women's basketball high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my wife was like in sixth grade and like five nine, so obviously they tried to get her to do that. And this is the same high school where like MTSU's women's coach was at at that time. Oh wow! And uh, and they're sitting there doing that. And 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 if anybody's met my wife, she is she's the most unaggressive Incel? person. Is that his name? Yes. Uh, yeah. Most mo- most not aggressive person you'll ever meet. So especially on the field, and they made Becky go like from person to person, like screaming in their face <laughs> uh, to, get, to get her, I guess, to get her fired up. Roaring like a bear. They made me roar like <laughs> a bear to these other girls. It was awful. Seems like an odd tactic. Yeah. It didn't work. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> and so Becky just quit growing. The joke was on them. There you go. Yeah. I'll show them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I quit growing. So to finish my really long story before mm. you didn't believe that I had a growth spurt, like in fourth grade, I grew facial hair in fifth grade. Um, my friend would sneak down into like the dugout level. He stuck in the Ted Turner's box, like field level box, like several times. Like he sat there for multiple innings and I could, obviously I couldn't sneak in cause they, I, I couldn't hide. He could hide. He could get in a group of people and just hide and, and weasel his way down. He sat right next to the on-deck circle for like six innings one one game. Dang. Wow. And nobody nobody said a word to him. Then they finally realized it, and they made him go back to his seat. But uh, they're like, I, they were, I think they were just kind of impressed how he got in there. So. I've never been able to blend in, so. I've been to more Braves games than any other sporting event in my entire life. Maybe even combined. Well, no. Just so I've been to several, but been to a lot of Titans games too. Yeah, my, mine's probably believe games. it or not, mine's probably Titans games. Well, if you're not counting Ole Miss, mine's Braves mm. by far, and then then Hawks actually because mm. I I worked there for like two years, so that one's oh cool. Easy. I don't know if that counts, yeah, but. I've been it. I've only been to two Grizzlies games. But they were fun. With Austin both. By the way, this year, um, Oregon is wearing throwbacks, and they're actually going to wear their original UO jerseys that they used to wear, and they're calling them throwbacks, but they've worn so many combinations over the years, it just doesn't <laughs> even look right. God. 
Yeah, what's a throwback for like a throwback for them? Yeah. Wear like the ones they wore two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> well, this is a true one. This is like a Dan Fouts throwback. Oh, like oh, that's old. Way far back. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Like the UO on the helmet, the yellow helmet, um, green jersey, green oh, like um, yellow pants. Yeah. yeah, like the like the bright green. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, yeah. the, like the old school bright green though, where it's like you could tell it's like not the electric green that they wear now. Yes. Those are cool. I like when Utah does that too with the double use. Mm-hmm. The U, the U U, the stuttering U because it's there twice. All Speaking right, of, well, hey, I, I want to address this before we get into SEC. I, this is this is we're going to go ACC after dark for a minute. Mm-hmm. Sorry to cut you off, Steve. We're going ACC after dark. Did you guys see yes. Mario Cristobal? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. What in the I can't okay, I'm I'm I can't say what I really want to say, but why? Why, why, why do you not kneel the ball there? Why? You know, you know what the best part of this is? What? It's not the first time it's happened. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Yeah. Like in uh 2018, I think, right? Against yeah. Stanford. If that has happened to you in the past, how would you ever let that happen again? No. Yeah. Well, he did. He did against Stanford and they went down and won in overtime. Mm-hmm. That's coaching my practice. Yeah. That that's like they get the field goal to, to tie them one in overtime. Yep. You can wow. take a knee. They can't stop the clock. Like there is no reason. It was under 40 seconds to begin with, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it was it was yeah. all about it was all yeah. about greed. It was just it greed. Was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hoping maybe the kid popped the line, popped through and they I mean, what was the line in that game? No, that's a good I question. I think it was minus know. six and a half, but yeah, so they would have covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He must yeah. have had something on it then. Mm. <laughs> something wow. fishy's happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. I wouldn't wouldn't shock me one bit if we knew he he had some action on that mm-hmm. game. Would not well, shock me with that move. Like I I, I just I, I nothing else explains it. I mean I I hate to be tinfoil hat conspiracy theory guy, but nothing else explains it. Well, no, I don't even think Jimbo would do that as much mm-hmm. as I hate Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo is chasing points in a game that's basically a pick 'em. They're trying to steal possessions and all that. If you're get, if you can make get three points against Alabama, you take three points against Alabama because if they stop you, it's over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was incredibly dumb. Yeah, yeah. I there was a lot of coaching malpractice going on in that A and M game, second half especially. Good lord! Yeah. Like they couldn't adjust, they couldn't adjust their secondary. They could, they all of a sudden couldn't get pressure on Milrow. I mean, their defense just went into total cluster blank, and their offense—they get down on the freaking two-yard line. They, they can't, they can't punch it in. Uh, Bama's defense stood on their. I mean, I, I'll give credit to Bama's defense too, um, but from the two-yard line at home, you sh- after a huge play that got you down there, which was a good call actually by the ref. Um, should have uh, you should have you should have capped that drive off and, and made that thing a game, but you didn't. Yeah, it, it, it's a, a weird situation. Alabama and Nick Saban's superpower. If nothing else, if you want to think about nothing else that happens with Alabama, the superpower they have is when you go into the game and treat it like you're an underdog, they will treat you like you're an underdog, and they will just suffocate you. And that's what happened in that second half. Texas mm-hmm. A&M didn't think they could win the game, and Alabama made sure that was the truth. Yeah, it's it's also it's like the Tiger Woods effect in golf. Like all he had to do was show up, and you're going to be intimidated just playing with him. Like guys mm-hmm. that play with him just fall apart. 
some of the best golfers in the world, they get paired with them on a Sunday in a major and they fall apart. Same with teams that get in these games with Alabama. A lot of times those teams will fold every once in a while. You know, it's not a perfect thing, but every once in a while Alabama loses because that's what happens sometimes. But for the most part, for a large part, it was and all but one time it gets unranked opponents out of like 120 tries. They've only lost one of those games to an unranked opponent. And a ranked opponent, yeah. AM's not ranked. They weren't ranked. They weren't this last mm, time? No. No, they weren't. No. They weren't no. ranked. No, they, they can't get any respect after losing to Miami and after what yeah. happened to Miami. Yeah. I guess that's a good point. So Steve, yeah. are you officially off of the train? The the AM train? You were I was whoop. on I'm on the train for anybody that is can beat Alabama because Ole Miss needs somebody to beat Alabama. Yeah. And they can't do it. I do. And I, what I, I think what I'm realizing is other than Georgia, Can't Georgia doesn't it? count. Yeah, Georgia, Georgia's in a class by themselves. I'm not talking about Georgia. I'm beginning to wonder if the best chance to beat Alabama was the Ole Miss game. Probably. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't uh, think LSU can do it. No, yeah, like LSU can't cover air right now. They'll beat them <laughs> like a freaking drum, man. Uh, yeah, this, you know that troll account that. Do it. That troll account that is basically copying Big Game Boomer because they figured out how to do those lists and market and get engagements on Twitter, mm-hmm. like the college football blue bloods account on Twitter or whatever it is, said that LSU was going to go, um, they were going to run the table and go 10 and 2 and go to the SEC championship game. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What makes you think a team that barely beat Arkansas, barely beat Mizzou, and lost to Ole Miss is going to go win in Tuscaloosa? Yeah, no. They'll get beat by Missouri. Uh, Do they play Missouri this year? They already did. They got beat last week. Yeah. By 10. Yeah. And that was a pick six at the very end. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, they struggled with Missouri. Um, They struggled with Arkansas. They struggled with Arkansas. Like, they they needed overtime to beat Arkansas. But they're going to get – they're going to get destroyed – Oh my God! Alabama's going to destroy them. It's going to be yeah. ugly. Yeah, no. I, maybe the Iron Bowl just because that gets weird. But I, I mean, they're a lot better than Auburn. I don't think Auburn Tennessee's the best chance for them to lose that, again this season, and they're not I can, lose Tennessee. So. Yeah, I can I can see that game getting weird. The Iron Bowl. Yeah, you never is, know with an Iron Bowl. Is it is, is it in yeah. Auburn, Jake? Yeah, it yes. is. Yeah, I can see that game getting really weird. I mean, like the Georgia Georgia game. a few weeks ago. Yeah, I mean that that yeah, place. Place has some weird voodoo in there. It's got voodoo. But it's a situation where if they lose to Auburn, if they go undefeated till the Auburn game, there's essentially no way that they can lose the SEC. It'll already be clinched by that point. It won't matter if they win the game or not. So if it gets weird, all that's at state is their playoffs because if they lose again, they're not going to the playoff. But um, as far as the SEC goes, (laughs) it just won't matter. I'm, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I I know Ole Miss fans are going to root for every every team on Bama's schedule from here on out. But you yeah. know, you know, I for the last SEC championship, I want the two best teams, whoever that is. And it right it now is it's not like, the last SEC championship. They're still doing that next year, right? For divisionals, for divisional purposes. Oh. Yeah, and, and it's, it's current, current format. format. I should I should have finished my sentence. Mm. In its current <laughs> format, yeah. I want the last. SEC championship in its current format to be the two top teams. And Let's go right back to ACC. 
ACC yeah. after dark, and um, Brent Key got his third win against a ranked team on the road. That's Buster amazing. Faulkner, yeah, yeah, called a good game. Called a really good game. Uh, yeah, I, I actually because Georgia was just completely manhandling and dismantling Kentucky. Poor I flipped Kentucky. over to that. I flipped over to that game uh, a lot. Uh, especially during commercial breaks, halftime, and then you know in the fourth quarter of the Georgia game, I said, uh, "This game's over." Shoot, clicked it over there, <laughs> ACC Network, and man, Georgia Tech is pretty. They they made a change at defensive coordinator, and it they put in Kevin Shearer as defensive coordinator. It's worked a little bit. They, they've taken the weightlifting bars off yeah, of the sideline a lot. Yeah, they took the lifting <laughs> bar. They got rid of all the Waffle House cups in the building. Mm-hmm. You know. What I love is like Brent Key wears a freaking short sleeve hoodie. I mean, he looks like he just he's all about freaking football, man. Like he he's not some like marketing guru genius guy. He's just out there, man. We're gonna we're gonna put a product. You could tell, man, those players just love playing for him. This is weird for me to be gushing about Georgia Tech, but um Brent Key was the right that was the right move. Yep. I agree. Hey, Chauncey, no, they will not go to the SEC championship game, but um, Ole Miss's best path to the playoff would just be go 11-1. and one. That would include a win over Georgia and Athens and will Oof. be Georgia's first SEC loss in like 14 years. So um, that would probably be enough to get <laughs> it done that You're way. currently sitting on a 27-game win streak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just hoping that they're overlooking and getting ready for um, the Tennessee Volunteers because – after a huge game against Missouri and with a huge game coming up with Tennessee, there's mm-hmm. no sense that they, they pay, even need to pay attention to the Ole Miss Rebels. <laughs> yeah, that's that rat poison you're trying to sell. It ain't going to work. <laughs> I'm hoping Ole Miss can somehow give them 37 separate small temporary injuries so they don't have all those players for the Tennessee game. We'll see. We'll see. I don't. I don't ever wish anybody to get hurt, Jeff. Come on, that's man. why I said. That's why I said <laughs> small. Like you know, just miss a game. That's all I'm saying. Like a yeah. like a hang nothing bad. Like Jeff's, a hang getting, hang Jeff's getting his mustard pack for Tuscaloosa. He's got a <laughs> golf ball. He's ready to go. Yeah. That's right. That's hey, right. J- driving range owners, if you see Jeb Beecham in your vicinity, make sure you check his pockets and his. You better get them balls up real quick. Be out there practicing. I want you to have golf clubs. I'm just be chucking those things out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, it's like I know Joe Milton was playing in the game, but whoever got that from the stands to Lane Kiffin's foot, that, that was an arm. I know we were given a goal. This is how we should do yeah. that. Everybody, this is what you should be doing. He nailed that guy from the top stands. Yeah. yeah. And you look back, he's 40 yards away, and it's like Joe Milton's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Gotta love that, man. But after all of this, it's all going to be over. The SEC championship game is going to be Georgia and Bama again, right? Yeah. It's going to be probably Georgia and Bama for the <laughs> foreseeable future in the new format. Uh, but then again, shoot, watching that you, Red River shootout, man, yeah. Oklahoma. Oh my God, dude. Like, I was impressed. That was, that was a good, that was a good freaking game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't wait for them to come back. Come into the like, league next year. I don't think anybody lost that game. I just think that they just ran out of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, you know, you know, for 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 them to go back and forth the way they did, and for that well, the way that game finished. I mean, I know that's a freaking gut punch for Texas, losing the way they did uh, down the stretch, just giving up those big chunks of yards. But I mean, good lord, man! Just as an outsider, that game was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was it, it was awesome. It, it was just outright awesome. I, I they, go ahead, Jeff. I was just saying, are they basically both taking a bye after this? Looks like they're just not playing uh, this week. I think you're right. It's, everybody needed a break after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt, dude. Yeah, uh, Venables, man, say what you want, but he's got him. He's got him chugging along in in, yeah. in year two. I'll be honest, I didn't know what Oklahoma was truly capable of because they hadn't been tested yet. But they're tough, man. I, I'm a big fan of Dylan Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Yeah, he's really good. And look what's yeah. happening over at Clemson right now without Brent Venable. So that's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, and without DJ Uyungle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dark horse Heisman candidate, man. He's yeah. he's got it going on at Oregon State, man. That's impressive. Yeah. And Kate Klubnik is just an average dude. He's like mm-hmm. the Jeb Beecham of playing quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got all the talent in the uh, world, could produce so many, so many things. But he's just a dude. Mm-hmm. Who am I talking about? Jeb or Klubnik? <laughs> well, I don't so. know. <laughs> yeah. Both. But it's it seems as Georgia got their groove back a little bit, man. They yeah. they were like, okay, I'm tired of like listening to all this stuff. So we're just gonna jump on Kentucky early and just not let up and play mm-hmm. like we're supposed to be playing. Well, you know what that game spark? was? This is this is a what message? that game was. A message. You remember, I think was it 2009 or 2010 when Georgia wore the black jerseys against Alabama? Eight. Eight. 2008. That's what that game was. It was somebody that everybody thought Georgia was going to win that game against Alabama, and Alabama came out and it was 35 nothing at halftime. That's mm-hmm. what that game was. They reminded Kentucky who Kentucky was. Mm-hmm. They just like, yeah. settle down. You're cute. Settle down, guys. You're good. Yeah. You ain't us. <laughs> What, Carson what, Beck was dealing, dude, from the yeah. get go. That that play, like the play calling was amazing. Mm-hmm. The defense was fired up, dude. Like, what was crazy was, uh, I think it was in the second quarter. Um, it was like on a third down play, uh, and uh, that number zero for Kentucky. You know, he batted the ball down himself, and then like he late hit the the tackle. And after the play was dead, I mean, they, the whistle was blowing everything. And, and I'm like, dude, what are you it's doing? I mean, you just caught – yeah, it was stupid. You just cost your team. Yeah. And then Georgia just went on down and scored after that. Yeah. Like, I mean, they had Man. Georgia stopped. Like, that – yeah. yeah that Georgia was going to punt. Yeah. <laughs> like, one of the first punts of the game, like, deep into the second quarter. Yeah. I'm but like, yeah, you're I, the I, one I, that knocked the ball down, and you hear the whistles blowing. He just went ahead and just laid out the tackle, too. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Must have been some serious you know, trash talk. Had to be. Um, you're in a situation where the Big Ten gets the CBS game, yeah. CBS gets the Big Ten, that's that's the direction they're going. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me them going to the Georgia Vanderbilt game with all that construction site and all of that is not intentional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I simply do not believe in coincidences, and I don't care if it's a secondary doubleheader game on CBS – Vandy should never be on CBS. It should be the four o'clock game, but on the other side of the CBS game. CBS Sports Network. What is what is crazy is both Georgia and Alabama both play at eleven o'clock this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, our Arkansas's offense is. I'll put yeah. it like this: if, our, it's if Danny Arkansas, knows, it's Danny knows, he ruined it. It's a kitty I, scoop I, of vanilla. 
is what it is. Uh, yeah. At Baskin Robbins. We called oh. that. We, yeah. we called that. And and Sam Pittman, unfortunately, is going to take the fall for it. I know. Yeah. That's a yeah. terrible, that's a terrible you know, decision. One thing yeah. that you'll notice when you watch this game is you're like, how did Arkansas's offensive line get this bad under Sam Pittman? Right. Yeah. It, that, it, it is horrible. Yeah, dude. They can't scheme. block right now. It's yeah. scheme. They, they're just, like they're doing nothing to help them out. Right. You know, it's 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 sad really because like the, when they had Bryles, they were good. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. scheme. Like they yeah. they can't like teams can load up because well they yeah. can load up. Like, Sam Pittman did hire him. That's unfortunate, but true. Yeah, I mean, it. you know, it, it, it is, you know, it wasn't his best decision. It's going to cost yeah. him, unfortunately. But I, I, think I do Sam like Pitt- Sam Pittman. I think Sam Pittman will be yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. I think he can get another head coaching job somewhere. He did good enough job at Arkansas with what he what, what he started with. Yeah. Um, To get them even to that point. But. But you can't go nine, seven, four wins. That like that that's trending the wrong direction with mm-hmm. a quarterback that is going to have basically all of your quarterbacking records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not a and a really good running back. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Senator mm-hmm. put up big numbers too. You're right. Yeah, but there'll be a G five program that hires him. I mean, hell, if Butch Jones can get an Arkansas State job, I mean, anything's possible, right? But yeah, which I mean, no Sam doubt. Pittman could just go right down the road because that job will be open, but. <laughs> Um, wait, wait, I, wait, wait, just a second. Here we go. Stacy, no, as somebody that watched him, no, don't you know who they State. got after Alabama? They'll beat State, they probably won't beat Auburn. They got uh, Florida they, and, they definitely, and they definitely won't beat Mizzou, dude. Auburn's good. Auburn is a quarterback away from being really dangerous. Yeah, no. but we say that about them every year. Yeah. <laughs> and never find well, that quarterback. Well, well, no, that's been the problem. They haven't been able to find the quarterback. Scam Newton. But, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're going to be an 11-point home dog next weekend. And it's weird to think that Ole Miss is going to be 11 points favorite oh, on the yeah. road at Auburn. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can definitely see that. But um, they'll play you tough, and if Ole Miss can – if Ole Miss can put them away early, it'll be a cruise. But if if you let them hang around, Georgia let them hang around. That's the key. That's the key with Auburn. You can't let them hang around. Their defense gets fired up. Their fans get into it. They can run the ball. Jarquez yeah. Hunter is a really good runner. Like, they have a really good run game. They do some good things with the RPOs and some of the option stuff that they do. They just don't have a guy that can really push the ball downfield when you need it. And they don't We, we called that, too. And they don't have any they don't have any receivers. Yeah. yeah. But they're really good at running the ball. They're really good at stopping the run. Their secondary is okay. Um they can't cover tight end. I can tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> they run a lot, a lot of cover Brock though. Run a lot of in breaking routes and they won't be able to handle that. But you know, if Jackson Dark can finally find the middle of the field, I know that's your favorite misconception, Steve. Oh, against LSU, dude absolutely balled out. It oh, is, I know. It, it, yeah, it's one of the <laughs> – I took a victory lap for a week. There's almost fans that are still pissed off at me for taking a victory lap after that. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, yeah, like Jackson Dart got injured on the second play against Arkansas, and that's the reason it was as close as it was. Uh, yeah, he took a helmet in the, like the thigh area, mm-hmm. and it swollen. So – I was it, watching. It just kind of uh, mess with him. 
I was watching JJ Watt on the Pat McAfee show today, and he showed a picture when he got hit uh, going up for you know going up to block a pass and running back cut his legs. They show he showed a picture of him of his leg after the locker room, his entire thigh from basically where his nuts are all the way down to his knee was just completely black with mm. some shades of blue. Like it was, I was like, oh my god, dude, blue, blue oh, balls yeah. suck. <laughs> no, I didn't get his balls, but know, his entire just... leg outside yeah. of that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God. that was. All right. Oh, is guys... it time? Yeah, I think it's time. Time for, for some picks. 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 I got to make the Stewart yeah. Cajun Dill yes. Pickles picks. Do you, do your do your read real quick. Okay, give me just a second to bring it up. He said no. It is time to get locked on pickles. Stewart's Cajun Deal Pickles, that Did is, offering a variety of Cajun spice products like pickles, green beans, okra, even carrots, and asparagus. This family-owned company, homemade on the coast of Mississippi, Stewart's Cajun Deal Pickles have been pleasing pickle lovers for over 20 years now, and they have become the South's favorite pickle. Forget Wickles. You want Stewart's. These are truly the best pickles you'll ever have. A strong deal flavor with Cajun punch, no oversour taste. This being a small business, they strive to keep the produce fresh and local from the start, keeping final pickle product more extra crispy and crunchy. You can find these pickle products online at pickledstore.com or at your local Rouse's Market or other Southern stores near you along the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. Be sure to like the Stewart's Cajun Dill t- Pickles Project product yeah. on Facebook and Instagram. Try these pickles, okra, and beans today. You will not be disappointed. Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles, the South's favorite pickle. Very, very good. Well, we got a lot All of good right. pickle picks. And while we're making picks, I'm going to try to find us a bonus game. Um, of course you are. Because... Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. A bonus game mm. outside of the conference. Uh, maybe an ACC game since we did a- ACC after dark a little bit today. But no. our first game is at the uh, Bob the Builder construction site here in Nashville. The rubble pile um, that is whatever they're calling that place these days. Uh, Georgia is 31 and a half point favorites on the road at Vanderbilt. Uh, looks like I'm gonna we're going to go bottom up. So I'll, I'll kick it off and then we'll go from uh, last place up. Uh, okay. Cassie's okay. quickly catching up with me. but um, So I'm going to start it off because I'm still – I had a rough week, three and four. Um, still still in the last place. So I'm, I'm going to go with Georgia here, 31-and-a-half-point uh, favorites. They haven't really covered a spread all year until last week. Um, but for some reason, Kirby enjoys running the score up on Vanderbilt. So I'm going to use that as my motivation to pick mm-hmm. Georgia. <laughs> I hammered the over last week on the Kentucky game and, and almost hit. Because uh, I played it in a parlay, but if I'd have just played it as a straight bet, I definitely would have hit that. But um, I'm taking Georgia. So um, Jake, you're uh, you you and the combination of Cassidy are next. What you got, man? Even though I lead, but but since Cassidy's second to last, I guess I'll go now. So anyway, <laughs> uh, we're we're picking Georgia. Uh, you know that that that's a big spread, but I think Georgia covers this very easily because. Like you mentioned, Corey, it's, I don't know what it is about Curry, but he loves putting up a lot of points on on Vandy. I just don't know if it's because he just, you know, fourth quarter, they just run the ball a lot, and Vandy still can't stop him. I don't know what it is, but they put up a ton of points on Vandy, and that's going to be the case this week as well. So give give us the dogs. 
All righty. Becky. All right. I cannot stand being at the middle of the pack. Call me Lane Kiffin. This is going to be my week. It's a what? Fourth and 12 on my own 15. I'm going for it. Vandy's going to cover. I'm picking Vandy. Okay. (laughs) All right, Jeb. I had more hope in Vandy at the beginning of the season because I'd mm-hmm. seen them, you know, put up some uh, pretty good fights in the last couple of years. But this season, they're just not doing it. I don't know. And Georgia seems to have finally found their footing. So I'm gonna say Georgia covers this one. And and this is gonna sound pretty weird um, because I said I would not take Georgia to cover any lineup against anybody until they proved they could. Well, they they proved they could last week, and they did mm-hmm. exactly what they needed to do. But as president at the Ken Seals Fan Club, if you remember kind of makes me a little bit conflicted. Although 31 and a half points, it's like, hey, how many points will Vandy score? Seven. Maybe. So can Georgia score 40 points in the game? And I think they can. So give me the Georgia dogs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Our next game. Did I, did I get everybody? I think I got everybody right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. Our next game is – Alabama, they host Arkansas, the aforementioned Arkansas Razorbacks. They are 19 and a half. Alabama is 19 and a half point favorites at home. I'm going roll tide here. They showed me a lot. Uh, I think Milro grew a lot uh, after halftime of the AM game. And it's a good thing to see because he developed a little bit as a passer. He's always a big time weapon running the ball. I don't think really much of that is going to matter this week uh, because I don't think they're. I don't think Arkansas's offense is going to be able to sniff anything against Alabama's defense. So give me Alabama minus 19 and a half, Jake. Yeah, we're going with Alabama, obviously, if you sit behind me. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I I really like Sam Pittman, but th- this year's team was just atrocious. KJ Jefferson, is, has seems like he's declined this year than, than what, he, what he normally does. So, uh, you know, outside of him and Rocket Sanders, they – They've just been terrible on, on offense, and I don't see them scoring a lot on Alabama. So uh, I'm taking Alabama to cover by 20, 24 points. This is no reflection on Alabama in any way. But as an Ole Miss fan, I can tell you with authority, Arkansas some buttholes, and they can just ruin your day when you're not <laughs> expecting it. Arkansas is covering this one, so I'm definitely taking Arkansas. <laughs> I, uh, All right, she's swinging for the fences here. She is. Jeb. I wish I could agree with that, but I can't. No, I think Alabama is another one that, you know, like last week I was thinking Georgia would finally have their week when they turned it on. I feel like this is the week for Alabama. I think they've been just coming out a little slow. They still, I mean, you know, they still win because they're Alabama, but I think this week they finally just hit their gear and just destroy Arkansas. And I feel bad for Arkansas for it, but it's what's going to mm-hmm. happen. You look at a line like this, and after watching Arkansas play last week, and the, the, the offense was just terrible. They had 36 yards rushing against Ole Miss for the game. Yeah. And you wonder, it's like, okay, Alabama can probably win by three touchdowns easily. So, that, I mean, that that so is 31 to 10 doable for this offensive unit? I think it is. So give me Bama. All right. So this is some hard hitting analysts. Analysis yeah, we're putting her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are hard hard hitting analysts though. Hard hitting analyst. That's what you that's what you come to this place for. Hard hitting, mm-hmm. hard hitting analysis on all mm-hmm. of the pickle picks here. Mm-hmm. So speaking analysis. of hard hitting analysis, this is AM looking to hopefully pick up the pieces, but they're gonna have to do so in Knoxville as they travel to take on the Vols. 
Vols are three and a half point favorites. It seems kind of low to me, but mm-hmm. I'm going to take Tennessee in this one with it, especially with it being in such a low spread at home. I, I just think that with all that Tennessee has going on, I still think they'll be able to take advantage of this secondary, this weak secondary of the Aggies. Um, I saw a very cringeworthy uh, Aggie yell video. I know that seems redundant, but um, there was another one that's, that was put out on social media. Oh, boy. Um, but I'm cool. taking the Vols here. I think the Vols are just a better organization. I, I think this is starting to unravel for, for Jimbo. I think Bama broke them, so give me the Vols. Yeah, we're picking Tennessee as well. And, Jeb, it uh, feels like Alabama gave, gave you guys, uh, you know, everything you need to, to beat the Aggies. And that's Joe Milton just bombing that ball up, you know, 90 yards and just allowing one of the, one of the receivers to run, run underneath it because that secondary is atrocious. So, I feel like Joe Milton's about to have a big big game. And uh, give, me, give me Tennessee by, I want to say, 14, 20 points. Nice. All right. Man. Dolly Parton sounds weird. Yeah, Dolly Parton just she I want to good. change my pick. Gross. I'm taking Tennessee. <laughs> Gross. Uh, no, that was beautiful. Now I was a little worried about Tennessee coming. I'm talking to this about one. Dolly Parton's versions. Gross. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. You can never apply the word "gross" to Dolly Parton. I just yes, you can. Not Have you allowed. seen her? That's hey, hey, no, oh, no. Oh. Puppy breaks son. That one's a national treasure. <laughs> Not to me. Almost like Taylor. Are, are you a are Swifty-esque, like Dolly Parton-esque? Is that what you want? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh more, more plastic than a Barbie doll? Yeah. Uh, oh, I need all y'all. Y'all need to y'all need stop. <laughs> I quit. I'm going. I'm leaving. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> we finally broke him, guys. We finally yeah. broke him. <laughs> uh, Look, I was, Dean, I, that wasn't I, Sam Pittman that said that. That was Mark Stoops. Yes, <laughs> that was. And Mark they did. Stoops. They did buy all the players, and yeah, that's what <laughs> no, nil no. is. Right. Legal. That's legal these days. Yes. Yeah. The difference is Kentucky spends their nil money, nil money on basketball players. Right. And still, <laughs> and still finished fifth in the <laughs> league. <Yeah. laughs> oh God. I don't even know where we are. are Go ahead, Jeb. Jeb. I'm just taking the balls. I don't don't know. No, no. Look, I was worried about the balls coming in this one because they did just lose Brew McCoy for the season, which really says he's a blocking run uh, wide receiver. Helped with their run game a lot. He was their possession guy. I'm not positive how they're going to replace him, but they've had an off week now to figure it out. So I think with two weeks to prepare, I feel like they're going to have this figured out. And A and M, like I said, just like you said, not going to really be able to stop the pass. So. I'm taking the Vols to cover this one, although I think it'll be a close game, but maybe by six, seven. Yeah, it, it's an interesting situation because you heard the, what I went with on the larger lines, but this one, this is about who do I trust? Do I trust Max Johnson and Bobby Petrino and the Cheesecake Factory play sheet, or do I trust Joe Milton and his 40-yard passes? It, it's one of those things that could go either way. I think – Tennessee gets it done through their run game because surprisingly, and people don't realize this, Tennessee's passing offense is like 75th and nationally yeah. this year right now. Mm-hmm. And they're they're leading the SEC and running the ball. And so that's probably what you need to keep an eye on. 
Triple headed monster. Did Becky give go. her pick? Yes. yes. Okay. Can we give it again? No, no, no. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> don't do that don't do that don't do that all right so our next pick steve i'm assuming you made your pick i'm yes, so lost right now okay yeah. all right here we go sec network sec network game of the week south carolina this is like the jefferson pilot game of the week south carolina yeah. hosts florida at williams bryce stadium south carolina's two point favorites at home against the gators this is an this is this was an interesting one for me because I, I probably went back and forth on this one on, on who I was going to take. Um, I don't know I didn't fill in my picks until right before show, right before this segment, but um, I did think about this one for a while, actually. Anthony and, Richardson hurting himself doing a backflip before the game. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, what what it got me to was that, well, Florida all they can really do is run the ball. Um, but all Florida has to do really is survive until the second half and South Carolina will fold. So for that and it being a two point spread, I think Florida will win this game because South Carolina likes to fold in the second half, Jake. Uh, we actually split in this household. I'm taking South Carolina. Cassie is taking Florida. Um, not sure about her reasoning. She, but to me, I feel like South Carolina being at home, uh, that will give them at least a touchdown, and then you know they may win by a touchdown. But but I'm going to take South Carolina, and I'm going to take Florida just because I feel like they've embarrassed themselves enough this year. Like they got to do something at some point. And she's a super Spurrier Spur fan. Oh yeah, but he also coached South Carolina. Yeah, so sure. th- that that one and really does out on them halfway through. So. <laughs> Just Georgia saying. Georgia made sure that happened actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Real 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 uh, true story. <laughs> he quit after the after uh, Grayson Lambert set the record for uh completions in a game. I'm yeah. I'm about to drop some knowledge on y'all after after Jeb gives us pick. Ooh. All right, Jeb. Hit us I'll make it fast then. I these two teams are the most up and down teams right now. I don't know which one's going to show up. I'm mm-hmm. giving it to South Carolina being the home field the home field advantage kind of yep. situation. So I think they'll cover this one, but just barely. Um, I, don't know. I think this is going to be a rough next about three, four weeks for Florida. Okay. I am not sure that um, Shane Beamer has lost a football against, football game against a team with an orange helmet recently. Oh, wow. That's a good point. Um, Tennessee is going to wear white. Like, mm-hmm. like just an out-of-body experience. Um, they handled Tennessee last year. Clemson. So much so we'll never see them wear orange helmets again. Clemson, yeah. same thing happened. Um, I think you'll have a situation to where Spencer Rattler is going to ball out. And it's only a two-point line. It's basically a pick them. So the question becomes, do you think South Carolina will win the game? I do. Give me the Gamecocks. Mm-hmm. You know they play two halves, right, Steve? And South Carolina hasn't figured that out yet. The the last time they played a team with an orange helmet was the Clemson Tigers. And and they beat them in Clemson. Mm -hmm. The the time before that, they played with somebody with an orange helmet. It was Tennessee. And all of a sudden, Spencer Radler was like Tom Brady for the night. You sound like Becky making your picks off of colors. Florida's going. uh, These helmets were prettier. They're going to (laughs) win. <laughs> That's why Florida's going to go stormtroopers and just mess everything up. Yeah. What? Dan Mullen coaching the team again or something? <laughs> wait, the, wait. 
when are they wearing their black uniforms? I think that's our Arkansas. Orders mm-hmm. all black. They had the best looking uniforms outside of Ole Miss in the SEC. No, uh, as far as pretty color combinations. Wrong. They are oh, no. all that, that black. smoky gray for for Tennessee is nice. Yeah, those are. Awesome. What well, is? But that's a special color. But their normal, like Florida with their orange helmet, and blue jerseys, and white pants, or uh, with the blue helmets. Like yeah, just the normal strip I, with their total catalog. Mm-hmm. They just completely screwed it up by going all black. There you go. Yeah, yeah. They that they shouldn't like, and they did that. SEC team shouldn't do like gimmicks outside of their color scheme. Yeah. Are they handing out thunder sticks before the game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think teams should go outside their color scheme. Yeah, yeah you could do. If you're get, if Florida's wearing all black, that's like saying I'm a ten point underdog to Tulane. That's what that says. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, look. I mean. I think it looks cool, mm-hmm. but it's not in your color scheme, and it's beneath you. I think um, now South Carolina wearing all black—that's in their color scheme. It's in their color scheme. That's normal. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Florida, their blue helmets that they've worn, even with the script gators and the throwbacks with the F, fantastic. Mm-hmm. So it, so passionate about uniforms. Yes, <laughs> because I come from the place with the best looking strip in the conference. Absolutely. Yeah. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Corey, <laughs> Corey I have I have I have a pick that if you haven't got an extra game yet, I've got one. Okay. All right. Washington, um, wa- Washington, wa- no, Washington versus Oregon. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think I was gonna pick that one. Oh, okay, so we can do, we can literally do pack twelve after dark. All right. Got yeah. it. Yeah. I was hey, thinking- real quick. Steve, yeah. are you saying Florida's uniforms are better than like LSU's uniforms? Yes, their total combination because LSU has one combination. That's all they need, and it is well, way now, better you, than you. You sound, you sound like Never a mind. Let, fan. Let's move on to the next pick. My my apology. We don't need to get into the uniform wars. <laughs> Bama, again. yeah, Bama fans melted down because they put Ham's tooth on the collar. That's the only change they made to the uniform, and it wasn't traditional enough for the Alabama fans. Well, you got to respect that, though. <laughs> right, respect my authority. Uh, mm, not that. I like LSU. I, th- I think I think when Ole Miss wears its traditional navy helmets and the red jerseys, and LSU plays with their gold, white, gold, I think that's the best looking game in college football. But Florida, whenever they wear the orange helmets and the blue jerseys and the white pants, that looks really good as well. I'm okay. Yeah, that's better than Georgia's silver bridges. Hey, oh. hey, hey, hey. Oh. hey. <laughs> Corey's all innocently anymore. sitting over there. <laughs> it's like, that was I You've, I'm taking strays over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. By the, by the way, FIU, um, their uniform tonight, their colors, by the way, that people don't know, is gold and navy blue. They just said, screw it. And they're wearing all black with pink numbers trimmed in blue, like light blue. Wow. Why not? I'm trying to be in Miami. It's, it's sure. very it's very Miami vibes. <laughs> well, I mean, it it fits them. I I I get it. Yeah. Yeah. You said that's UTEP. Yeah. No, that's no, FIU. FIU. Well, UTEP's beating them right now, so. Oh yeah. Didn't work out. You, you, you UTEP no. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But they're recruiting George McIntyre. They're competing yeah. with Alabama for a quarterback. Yeah, that's true. Brentwood, speaking of George oh. McIntyre, Brentwood Academy is uh, they're struggling. They've only won one game this year. For the first yeah, time in fifty-three years, they're going to have a losing season. Wow. 
I did see that. Yeah, they were not playing well at all. It it ain't good. Fifty three years. Fifty three years. Yeah. Set so records. So good for them. So who is really good <laughs> in the academy yeah. system in Middle Tennessee? Uh, the two best teams right now: Baylor and Macaulay. So Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Chattanooga. Okay. And then uh, MUS, which is Memphis University School, and then mm-hmm. Ensworth. Those are the top four teams. Okay. I think yeah. any one of those four teams can can make a run. Where's the state championship this year? Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Yeah. I, I really don't understand why they don't play the state championship games in um, Nashville SC Stadium. That just uh, makes they didn't too bid much. it. They didn't bid for it, or they didn't yeah, like makes enter the race. Sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think the TSSAA is in a position where they can go to Nashville SC and say, "Hey, hey, we need your field." I don't think I don't think they're there yet. <laughs> they're 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 begging uh, Tennessee Chat to play games there, and uh, they had a deal with Tennessee Tech for a long time. So, like, that's that's the cap oh. there. MTSU won't even do it, which I think would be a perfect spot. Yeah, it would be. Oh, they might as well play it in the Titan Stadium. Well, this is getting there. You go. There you go. <laughs> Do you like Georgia? Play play it in the play it at Bridgestone, but Georgia. I mean, Georgia plays it in the. Uh, well, Georgia plays at Georgia State now, though. So, in uh, Mississippi, they alternate um, between Ole Miss whenever the games in Stark the Egg Bowls in Starkville, Mississippi mm-hmm. State when the games in Oxford, and like every five years, they play at Southern Miss. Alabama, they did. They just alternate each year to Alabama and Auburn. Yeah, whichever one hosts it, the other one gets that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, all right, speaking of Auburn and Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Auburn and LSU. Auburn Alabama, we'll pick that game later. But uh, for now, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll settle for Auburn at LSU. LSU home favorites by 11. Um, I'm not saying Auburn's going to win this game outright, but I do think they keep it close because of the nature in which LSU plays defense. I don't know that they can push a double-digit lead even against a team that doesn't have much of a quarterback. Um, so I'm, I'm taking Auburn here. I think they're going to cover uh, 10-point game covers. So I think mm-hmm. they're going to at least do that. I don't know. I don't know about winning it outright. I mean, they have a, just a, they have a puncher's chance, I guess. Um, but I, I do think they cover. Yeah, yeah, we're taking uh, we're taking Auburn as well. Um, LSU's defense is just miserable, and they, you know, I feel like Auburn's run game can keep them in the game long enough. Just do do not let you know Peyton Thorn throw twenty passes this game. You know, you'll have a shot. Uh, That's that's simple. Just that's it. So I think I think Auburn probably still loses, but it'd be like a seven to ten point game. And I'm taking LSU because I. Don't want Auburn to win. So <laughs> LSU. By 14. Yeah. I like that too, Becky, but <laughs> I'm trying to win the picks. <laughs> I'm laying Kiffin it, man. Just whatever I want this week is what's gonna happen. There you go. I'll be leader go. of the pack by the end of this. It's leader of the pack. There you go. Like that song uh, that that Twisted Sister uh covered. I don't know who the original artist was, but I know Twisted Sister covered it. We're leader not gonna take it. I don't know. I don't want to people really know. Yeah. We're not yeah. Well, they, they, they did a really nice cover of Leader of the Pack, if if you're familiar with the 60s song, oldie song, Leader uh, of the Pack. I wasn't born then. Steve was. <laughs> I wasn't either, but my dad listened to the oldie stations, Fox 97 in Atlanta. My dad did. My dad did. It was the Shangri-Las, by the way. 
Uh, leader ooh. of the pack. Shangri-La. Yeah, I was too old oh. for that. No, <laughs> didn't listen to that hippie music back then. Yeah. He was listening to his swing music. Give, yeah, give me some orchestra music. I need some band stuff. Yeah, jazz. Big band. Oh. All right, where we are, are we at here? We are very yeah. hard. We're trying. So yeah. LSU Auburn. Okay, I am, crashing into the rails. Yeah, we just mm -hmm. can't keep this one going. I don't know. Uh, no, LSU can put up points pretty pretty fast, and I just, I don't see Auburn being able to keep up with them. So I'm taking LSU to cover this one. I just don't feel like Auburn. This, I don't think this is going to be a good game for them. Corey, you gonna put the other game up or not? Oh yeah, yeah. And um, I am going to go with LSU as well. This is a battle between the movable object and the resistible force. Um, and you're going to see a situation to where LSU's offense is better than Auburn's defense, and Auburn's offense is about the same as LSU's defense. So I give me the Tigers in Death Valley. Which Tigers? The LSU Tigers. <laughs> give me the Tigers. Yeah, give me the Tigers. Tigers are going to win. That's all I know. Yeah. We can't be wrong on that. If Clemson comes into the SEC, there'll be four Tigers in the SEC. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, think about that. Got to love the originality of the nickname. Um, mm, that and Bulldogs. Speaking, mm -hmm. speaking, of, speaking from true originality here with the George Bulldogs. But um, speaking of originality and good-looking uniforms, Missouri – Travels to Kentucky. Kentucky um, hosting at the big grocery bag. Uh, they're two and a half point favorites at Keeneland. And uh, judging from last week, they probably should be underdogs. But judging from their full body of work, this seems about right. It's pretty much a pick them. Um, I still like Ray Davis here. I still like a lot of what Kentucky's doing, even though they took a drubbing to the dogs. I think that was more about Georgia just letting some frustration out on, on a really good team. And uh, Kentucky still has it. And I think they have it against Mizzou. I think they, I'm, I'm taking Kentucky minus two and a half. Jake. Uh, another split in the household. Uh, Cassie's taking Kentucky because they're at home. Um, and I'm taking Missouri. I'm, you know, I'm actually surprised how good Missouri has shown this year. I feel like if they had a little bit more depth last week, they, they would have beat uh, LSU. They just don't have enough depth right now to hang with, with, the lots of LSUs and Georgia and stuff like that, but they play hard. They play gritty. Uh, Brady Cook's a really good uh, quarterback. So give me, uh, give me Missouri this week. I genuinely tried. Um, I just don't care about either of these teams <laughs> or this game. So I'm going to pick Missouri for funsies. Missouri. Look, I, I think Missouri had a, has had a good season. They had a good win over Kansas State, and that's great. But other than that, I mean, they just—I'm still just not bought into them completely. I'm sorry. I thought maybe last week I was a little bit the way they played against LSU. I'm just back off that train. I know Kentucky had a terrible game, but I mean that's Georgia. What are you going to do? I think Kentucky <laughs> comes back and wins this one uh, fairly easily. You know, I mean, it's not going to be a blowout, but I think Kentucky will win this pretty well. Yeah, all I can think about, honestly. Uh... I just, like I'm, I'm with Becky on this one. I just don't care about this game. Mm -hmm. um, it's at Kentucky. Um, that's going to be a problem. And I'm taking Mizzou in this game because their running back is named Cody Schrader, and that makes me think of Jay Schrader, and that's like the 1986 Redskins. And, mm -hmm. and, and that that's kind of where I am in this pick. Mm -hmm. All righty. All righty. Mm -hmm. So our bonus feature. 
Pac-12. As promised. Pac-12 after dark. <laughs> the Oregon Ducks travel to Seattle to take on the Huskies. The Huskies three-point favorites at home. Michael Penix Jr. versus Bo Nix. Heisman race there. Battle for the Pac-12. I think the winner of this game, I think they go on to win the, the, the Pac-12 because I think USC is too sharp and ultra soft to do anything um, like winning a conference game, like winning a conference championship before they head, jet out to the Big Ten. Um, so I'm taking the Huskies here because I just think they're a little bit tougher defensively. Uh, I really like Michael Penix better than I do Bo Nix. I think both teams are really, really good. Uh, both teams are really, really physical. I just think Washington has that edge at home as evidenced by the point spread. So give me the Huskies. Yeah. Uh, Corey, I'm with you. Cassie is going Oregon because uh, she really likes the Ducks. She loves the Duck. and uh, But I, I'm going with Washington. Uh, Michael Penish Jr. has been amazing this year. Uh, and uh, Washington, man, they, they're fun to watch. Oregon's fun to watch without Danny Lanning as well. But I, I'm with you. I think being at home gives them just a slight edge, and I think they pull it out. So give me Washington. I'm Team Cassidy. A, Labrador is superior to Huskies any day, every day. And B, Puddles. How do you pick against Puddles? Definitely taking <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> I, I don't know. I Neither one of these teams have had a, a real test this season, so I wasn't sure what to do with this one either and how good they actually are. Uh, I know Oregon has beaten uh, Colorado, which was good. I mean, they, they trounced them. That's about the only real butt kicking that Deion Sanders has had to take so far this season. But both of them are entering a much tougher schedule where they're going to play a lot of ranked teams. I just feel like Oregon is – more prepared for this game. So I'm going with Oregon to cover this one in a close game. Yeah, and I am taking the home team at home um, and essentially a pick them. So it's basically a money line. I think Washington's probably going to win the game. As an Ole Miss fan, Ole Miss needs either Oregon or Washington to get blown out in this game. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter which one, but they need enough to where they fall down below them. They need USC to win or to lose and they need North Carolina to lose. And if that happens, Ole Miss wakes up in the top 10 Sunday. Um, so that is where I'm coming from. I, I just think Washington's going to win this game, and I think it's probably going to be close, and Ole Miss is going to end up 11. Because I think Miami's beating North Carolina, and I think um, also Notre Dame is beating USC. Clip it, take it down. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm, all right. All that. Mm. Notre Dame's beating USC. I, I think it'll could. be. I think you need to smash the over on that one. I mean, yeah, Notre yeah. Dame's offense has struggled the last two weeks. So, yeah, if they can run the power, though, they'll be all right against USC. Yeah, that's yeah. true. How about the uh, speaking of uh, high flying offenses, Wisconsin hosting Iowa? Oh, by the way, mm. um, the College Football Hall of Fame put in some post about Hayden Fry uh, the other day. I saw they you talk- said you can still see Iowa's offense today. You can still see his <laughs> offense in Iowa today. <laughs> I got a oh, kick man, out of that. Good. Yeah, it got retweeted by the College Football Hall of Fame. That's nice. <laughs> How about this game? Georgia State hosting Marshall. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. That's going to be a good one. Georgia they're both State favored. Yeah, they've both only lost one game so far, I think. Yeah, Georgia State's balling, dude. They are. Um, and Marshall is too, though. Speaking of teams that are balling, Arizona, man, they took they took USC to the wire. They, well, that, they're traveling dude. to the Palouse. What do you think That's, about that one? I do not understand that that third that that two point conversion call. I mean, they did a toss sweep down there at the goal line, which they had to go for because it it's, it's the third overtime. But mm-hmm. they USC had it stat 
had a, all their men over there. It was a stupid call. Anyway. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't the greatest call. The, no. the Astros have gone to seven straight ALCSs. Oh, wow. That's impressive. was impressive. Yeah. It used to be in the NL. Yeah. Oh, and I they, remember. They used to have really – well, they, they have really cool hats now too because they went back kind of old school. But I really like the, the, the late 90s, mid-2000s look that they had going with like the, the blue and the oh. – like the, the style. I kind of like I just that. remember 2001, Roger Clemens pitching for them and beating us in the NLDS. Yeah, that was not the greatest. No. Um, UCLA at Oregon State. What do we think about that one? Oh, that'd be a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, Trent Dilfer. Oh, I'm thinking of Cal. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, meet me, uh, UTSA. Yes. Nine and a half point favorites. UAB. I forgot who they played last week. They killed them. Yeah. All right. We need to get mm-hmm. out of here. Yeah, we do. All right. Well, let's get All out right. of here then. All right. So here, here's, going. What, here's what we're going to do. Um, we thank you for listening. This is, uh, we hope you enjoyed our show. If you, if you liked what you saw, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, follow all of us on social media at coach Burton 36 at the Steven Willis at Jake Thomas TTS and at stolen grin. You no, at UTK Joe. I get those two flipped. Um, you can find Steve each and every day locked on old miss. You can find me believe in georgia dogs you can follow the show at believe in dogs um you can see also see me on illegal motion too i'm kind of everywhere uh you can follow jake uh and his and his homie stacy blackwood on tide talk live I, I think you guys have a third guy right oh we used to which is two two of us now jake jake got too big so we had to fire somebody but um <laughs> but uh we think we thank you for listening we thank all of you who participated in the chat we thank our voice of god becky and yes. our other associate producer, Cassidy. Congratulations mm-hmm. on the, the upcoming uh, baby. Not them two together, obviously, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we, thank, we thank our sponsors, Dead Soxy. <laughs> yeah, we thank our sponsors, Dead Soxy, uh, Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles, and Bet Online. So we're, we'll, we'll see you back here next week, back and better than ever. Um, but until then, go, dogs. Hotty toddy. Go, balls. Roll tide. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.